Welcome to the Brave Church Podcast. We're so glad you decided to join us. Wherever you're listening from, we hope you're encouraged and inspired by today's message. Let me show you a couple of things on the screen if I can. Take a look at these shapes. We got a, a red square, green square, red square, green square. What would you say the next shape would be? A red square, right? It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Let me show you another pattern. You, you've got here a, a purple triangle, a purple circle. Purple triangle, purple circle. What, what do you think the next shape is going to be? This is uh, rocket science, isn't it? A purple triangle. It, it's a pattern. And because you identified the pattern, you were able to tell and decipher what was going to come next. Here, here's what I would say to you is that there are patterns in your life that God wants to change, but you cannot change a pattern until you can see the pattern. You, you, you know what's going to come next because you've seen the pattern. And so you know what the next thing in the pattern is. It's a purple triangle. There are things in our lives, watch this, that are patterns in our lives that you've not been able to see. And because you haven't been able to see them, you've not been able to change them. But the reality of it is there are, a, are products of our life. Our life is a product of our decisions and our choices and an accumulation of our days. And so we have a product. And I would say that there are many in this room that perhaps you are struggling with some area of your life that you're not happy with, that you wish you could change, that what you wish could be different. But the reason why you have that product of your life is because of the pattern that's already in your life. So in order for you to change the product, you have to change the pattern. Many times, though, we don't want to change our pattern, but we want a different product. Y'all come ready to preach back with me tonight? Come on, let's go. Let me show you something else. Here we go. Um, It's kind of like this. You could put numbers here where the question marks are and it, you know... Something times something is always going to give you a product. That is an equation. And so if you take that same equation and put the variable of two. Come on, you didn't know you're coming to church and school at the same time. Let's go. Two times two equals. Some of y'all are afraid to answer because you think it's a trick question. (laughs) That cannot be a trick question, y'all. It's always four. Come on. Two times two equals four. Four is the product of the pattern that we just saw. That two times, not divide, but times two, it always gives us four. But there's something else. Let me go to like a fifth or sixth grade level, I think. I'm not sure. But I think it's pastor that. Well, watch this equation. Three times five. Some of you are like, Pastor, that is so first grade. Excuse me, smarty people. Three times five times seven times zero equals zero. You know what? Not only do I get to pastor a great church, but a smart church. It's, it's incredible. Let me show you this equation again. Three times five times seven times zero is zero. And it will always be zero because of this one variable right here it does not even matter if you put one million times five times seven times zero it will give you you could put one million times five hundred million three hundred and twenty five thousand three hundred and twenty three times one times zero it will give you 
Zero. Many times in our life, watch this. We have a product of zero and you're looking at your life and you're like, I wish this relationship could change. I wish this the financial situation. I wish this area in my life can change. And what we do is watch this. We will change some of the variables. And if you've been at Brave Church very long, you, you, you know because we've helped you with some of the variables. We've said this. Why don't you this year, at the beginning of the new year, try reading your Bible, try praying, go to Brave Life, and God's going to change your life. But you've done some of those things, and you're still looking at your life. And if you're not careful, you'll say, well, man, I, I don't see that God has changed my life. I don't see that things have changed in my life. I don't see that God is doing this big breakthrough in my life. Could it be? You don't see the product that you want to see in your life because you've changed some of the variables, but you still have something in your life that you've not given to God. So I can change all kinds of stuff, but as long as I have that toxic relationship in my life, that one variable in your life can still cancel out everything else that God's trying to do in your life. Come on, are you with me tonight? Come on. Are you ready to go a little bit deeper for a minute? Because here's what we do in church world. is We say, man, just read your Bible. Just pray the fast. Do this. And it's just going to be so good. And the reality of it is, is that there is so much that God will do in those variables. But I would venture to say is that every single one of us in this room, we have something in our life right now that represents that zero that is fighting against the purpose and the calling of God in your life. Oh, I come to church. I tell this same addict, my Bible. I'm in a dinner party. Why am I still fighting this same addiction, the same relationship struggle, the same depression? Could it be there's something you still have not been willing to give to God? And then what happens is we live this frustrated spiritual life. Because they're like, God, I've changed this. I've changed that. Okay, I went to dinner party and I traded out my clubbing friends. Come on. <laughs> this is six o'clock. It's so real right now. Okay, so, all right, so I'm not, I'm not spending my money on crazy things and I'm, I'm like investing in kingdom stuff. And okay, I'm actually, I'm reading the Bible more than ESPN sports news and. But I've still held on to unforgiveness. And it is amazing how we will give to God something that he's not even asking for. But we'll hold on to the one thing that he knows and you know will make the biggest difference. You know, that's what Encounter Weekend was based. It was like, bam, in our face. Let God just wreck you, ruin you. Let him just rebuild your life the way he wants. Essentially, what Encounter Weekend was, was saying, this variable right here, the one thing that you've been holding on, it is setting a pattern in your life. It's setting your dating pattern. It's the reason why you keep dating the same people, getting your heart broken, because you've given God some of you, but you still hold on, held on to a little bit of you. It's the reason why there are some issues that have not been resolved is because God says this, I want the entire equation. And if you give me every part of this equation, 
and you will trust me. You will like the product of your life. Turn to somebody and say, it's all about the pattern. Come on, somebody shout pattern. You see, today, I want to look at this because what's amazing to me is that many of us don't like the product, but we're unwilling to change the pattern. But the product proves what is in your life. The product proves the pattern. How do you know what a person has in the equation of their life? Very simple. Look at the product of their current life. The product of your life shows other people what the pattern of your life is. Tonight, God wants to reveal things. He wants to show you that variable so that you can change the pattern, so that you can change the product. Tonight, we are on a hunt. Tonight, we are on a treasure hunt in our life to say, God, show me that part. Show me that variable in my life. I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to let you do something in my life I could never dream of. Come on, are you with me? Say, yeah. So here's the thing. None of us like hearing that. None of us in this room, like somebody up here telling all of us out there that, hey, there's something that God still wants from you. How do I know that? Because if you liked it, we would have already given it to God. But there's still these things in us. Come on, somebody say flesh. Flesh. The, The word of God says this, that your flesh and your spirit are constantly at war. You are not abnormal that you feel like you are a bad Christian at times. Because it is that tug of war of your flesh and your spirit. Paul says this, why do I do the things I don't want to do and the things I so desperately need to do, I don't do? What he was describing, it's us living in Miami. Come on, somebody. What he's describing is this, I have a spirit that has a destiny and a purpose inside of me, but it is wrapped up in all of this flesh. And so many times, I hold on to that variable, and it gives me the product that I have. Let me show you what Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, because Paul really shows us some awesome things. He says this, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but watch what he does. He gives us a new pattern. There's a different pattern that you can walk out of here with today. He says this, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And if you will be conformed to God's pattern and not the world's pattern because how many of you know the world's pattern will leave you broke busted disgusted heartbroken more broke more disgusted filled with guilt filled with pain filled with shame filled with grief filled with regret filled with resentment am i am i talking to anybody that that is the pattern of the world but god says if you will conform to my pattern You're going to know what my will is for your life. Can I tell you, God's got a will for your life. Man, I feel the Holy Holy Spirit's presence in this room right now. There There is a will for your life. I don't know why, but that very simple statement is breaking off something on somebody in this room. That God has a perfect and a pleasing and a good will for you. It is a good will. It is a perfect will. It is a pleasing will. Stop running from the will of God. It is good. It is perfect. And it is pleasing. It is good. And it is perfect. And it is pleasing. I said the will of the Lord is good. It is perfect. And it is pleasing. Somebody give God a shout of praise for his will 
Why do we run from a good, perfect, pleasing will and run to the world so much of the time? You know why? Because we're feeding our variable of flesh. In the flesh that you are wrapped up in, that you can see in me and I can see in you, this skin. Come on. Somebody take your hand out like this. We're going to go there. Let's go. Here we go. Take your other hand and go pow, pow. <laughs> that's, what God wants, that's what God wants us to do. Come on. To fight off that variable of flesh. To begin to feed the spirit. Because what you feed grows and what you starve dies. Come on, somebody. That thing you've been wrestling with, oh, let me go there. All you have to do is starve it out a little bit longer. You keep going to bread. Every time you walk into this church, you are starving the flesh. You're feeding the spirit. And we take authority in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody needs to walk in that right now. We're going to feed the spirit of God. Come on, are you ready? Shout pattern. He says this, it's a good will, it's a pleasing will, and it is a perfect will. But I know because many of us have been wrestling with our flesh for a long time. I've got good news for you. Are you ready? Remember I told you that your life right now is like a sum of your patterns? Many of us, we feel like, well, man, I've messed up too much with my patterns for God to make a big difference in my life. That's not true. That's a lie of the enemy. But write this down in your notes. Come on, you got it? Here we go. You need to understand that patterns are not permanent. Uh, I've come to tell somebody, you can break the pattern today. You can leave here and you can shatter the pattern. You can break it today. Patterns are not permanent perfect financial patterns are not permanent weight patterns are not permanent family patterns i know everybody in your family is crazy and everything but it doesn't have to be that way it is not permanent everyone may cray but you don't have to be you can break the pattern the pattern is not permanent everyone in your family was divorced everyone is alcohol everybody's crazy. nobody but you can break the pattern Turn to somebody next to you and say, I'm about to break loose. Hold on. You're saying something in the microphone. I don't know what that was. What are you saying? Holy Spirit's about to break out. That's not what you just said. I'm here to tell you that your serving patterns are not permanent. Your anger patterns are not permanent. It's not permanent, but it will require you to change the way you think. Paul says this. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. But be transformed. Say transformed. How do we get transformed? By the renewing of our minds. That is what the Christian Life is all about. Watch this. I can summarize everything in this book, the Bible. Come on, how many of you know this is a this is a this is a thick Bible right here? This is not the kind of Bible you just walk down the street with. You know what I'm saying? The thicker the Bible, the greater the anointing. I just want you to know. Um that <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Here's what you need to understand. The Christian life, I can summarize this entire Bible right here with telling you what the Christian life is all about. The Christian life is all about unlearning what we have learned. Transforming our mind. Unlearning what we've learned about God and religion. Unlearning what we've learned about family. Unlearning what we've learned about purity. Unlearning what we've learned about supernatural works of God. Unlearning what we've learned about our doubt. Unlearning what we've learned about people who have hurt us. Unlearning what we have learned. Listen, the Christian life is all about us committing to unlearn what we've learned and saying, God, I want you to transform my mind because I've been conformed to the world. I've been thinking like the world. I've been dating like the world i've been marrying like the world i've been spending my money like come on i've been i've been thinking like the world i've been going to places my priorities but god help me to adapt a kingdom mindset so tonight i'm going to give you four patterns are you ready four patterns that you need in to really consider in your life number one is this write this down in your notes are you ready come on number one is this anybody got your notes got your notes i pray to god you're taking notes tonight. number one is this the pattern of people Every person in this room, you have people in your life that have created a pattern in your life. You have a pattern of people in your life. You didn't even know it, but there are people that have been influencing you and they have created some of the patterns that you're living in. The pattern of people. Pastor, how do you know? Because you can be doing so well in your relationship with Jesus. And how many of you know it only takes one person to come and undo every bit of it? Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You've been, you've been going to Brave Life. You've been coming to Brave Church. You've been letting God move in you. You got baptized. God's been building this foundation. And all of a sudden, you meet the wrong person. And you're like, oh, we're so in love. No, no, no. That guy's just there on purpose to tear down everything that God has built in your life. One person. Pastor, how do you know that? Because you know what? As a pastor, I talk to so many people. And I've talked to, to many people who have struggled with drug addiction. And you know what? I've never had one person tell me. I've never had one person that struggled with drug addiction tell me, Pastor, you know what? Man, I've got this drug addiction problem. And I'm like, well, how did it start? You know, I woke up one morning and drugs were just on my bed. Like, no one's ever said that. I mean, they were just there. And so I had to use them. No, 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 no. People who struggle with drug addiction, you know what? A friend introduced them to you. Or a family member introduced them to you. Alcohol is the same thing. Come on, you can go down the list, down the list, down the list. Listen, people will affect the patterns in your life. It's amazing how we will, we will and I'm talking about grown adults. I'm not talking about teenagers here. The man, we get plugged in, we start serving, God starts moving, God starts moving in our families. If you have kids, God is just moving in your kids' lives. Man, at Encounter Weekend, we had kids get filled with the Holy Spirit. It's amazing what God will do in all of our families' lives. And all it takes is one person not giving you the right smile when you come to the Brave Church. You're like, oh, they don't like me. I'm not even going back to that church anymore. And we got a room full of hundreds of people who love you, who are fighting for you, fighting alongside. It's amazing how we will let one person affect so much in our mind. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Anyone who ever has had something destructive in their life, it is amazing how it's because of people in their life. What's interesting is this, is that you would probably keep your purity if you would just check your pattern of people. too far (laughs) 
because the reason why you lost your purity because all my friends go to happy hour. Come on, can I go there? Pastor, are you just legalistic? No, I'm just realistic. Because all my friends are going there. So we're sitting there and I meet someone and I had way too much to drink. And the next thing you know, I'm waking up next to somebody. I don't need, Come on, is this true or not? Y'all want to fake me out like, Pastor, you should be talking to the teenagers. Listen, I'm talking to the right crowd here tonight because what I know is that there are so many things in our, if we aren't careful, the people you hang around with, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Show me where your friends are going, I'll show you. But I'm so thankful that this is a house where we are filled with people that are going towards purpose. You can't have my purpose. We're going together. Turn to somebody and say, we're going together. I'm going to go a step further. Not everyone in church is someone you should date. Y'all want a fake preacher that's just going to come up here and entertain y'all. I met him in church. He was on the creative team. I don't know why I'm picking on the creative team, Pastor. The creative team is one of the most anointed ministries in the church. Am I going too far or should I go? No, okay. And I saw him on the corner, or her at the corner, taking those pictures. And I thought, that is a man of God. They had their hands up. And they were worshiping God. Pastor, why are you talking about this? Because dating people become married people. And married people, if you're not careful, become divorced people. Because you weren't watching the fruit that was attached to the root. So their hands were up in the air, but he was scamming the front. Mm. Listen, here's what I'm telling you. You've got to guard your purpose and destiny. As if the devil was after it and he would do anything even to kill you to get it. Because guess what? He will. That's why you got to check your pattern of people. Because even people who get out of victory in church, why do you think? Sometimes there are people in the world who are like, I don't want to go to church. Why not? Because they're no different than I am. Because what happens is this. We start with power. We get introduced into a pattern of people. And before you know it, if you're not careful, you can even be in a room with the presence of God and drift from your purpose. That's why a church like Brave Church is important for you to be a part of. Because you can know one thing. This pastor is not afraid to tell you and keep it real because you're too important for me to come up here and lie to you and just make you feel like, no, no, no. Somebody's got to make sure 
that you at least have the truth and then you can decide what you want to do with it. But my mission and my job is to say, here's what God, you mean too much for the kingdom of God. Your purpose, is there anybody over here that believes it? Your purpose is too important. Just this section, turn to somebody and say, you're too important. Okay, come on. Can we go? A lot of your negative situations can be tracked back to a person, but can I tell you, a lot of your successful situations can be traced back to a person too. It's just not the negative, but it's the good too. Like, like it's funny because the pattern of people, the way it works is that there are, are those in this room that good things have happened in your life because of people in your life. Like I learned how to budget my account because somebody sat down and talked to me and showed me. Some of you have been here and you're like, I didn't have a dad, but I had a spiritual dad who showed me how to finance and budget so that I can purchase my own home. I bought my own home because somebody in a Brave Life group sat down and heard my prayer request for, man, God, I want to get into a nicer place, a bigger place. And you know what? They took the time. You know what? Successful things in your life will happen because of the pattern of people in your life. That is why, come on, I'm, I'm going to say it again. It is so important when you hear us talk. Look, we don't want you in brave life. We don't want you in dinner parties to fulfill our vision. We want you there because we want to help you fulfill your vision. We want to help you fulfill your purpose. It has nothing to do with us as a church. Everything we do is for you. That's why I don't understand. It's like we, we I mean, nobody is getting like commission on the number of people who sign up for different things. Look, what we're doing is we're saying, how many people can we get to walk in their purpose? Everything any of us do is to help you and I become who God has wanted us to become. That's why you need brave life. That's why you need dinner parties. Why, Pastor? Because you need people around you that are going to help build you, that are going to help lift you, that are going to help encourage you. And guess what? Somebody needs you to lift them. Somebody needs you to encourage them. Somebody, are you with me tonight? It's the pattern of people. Okay, number two. I spent way too much time on that talking about the creative team. Which, by the way, if you want to join, they are. That'd be great for you to be part of it. Okay. <laughs> Number two. You right? Number two. Yeah. It's a second pattern. It's, it's the pattern of pressure. Anybody ever had just pressure on your life? Yeah. Like, like, like pressure. It, it's, it's like, man, pressure. I mean, I love Jesus. Work tomorrow, there can be pressure. You're in church. I love Jesus. Woo! But how many of you know when you get to work tomorrow, there can be pressure? Like, like, there can be pressure when you get the doctor's note that you weren't expecting. It can be pressure, like, when you find out, like, your kids aren't doing as well. Like, it can be pressure, like, when you find out, like, your little son is getting bullied or whatever. And it's so funny because, man, it's, it's awesome in my, like, I, my kids, their school, I can always tell when there's, like, a mama that has an agenda who is mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see the mama who's, like, she came to school to do business with a bully. You know what I mean? Like, she's got one chancleta on, and the other one is in her hand. She's like, show me the little kid. Come on, you know what I'm saying? In Miami, we don't play. You see principals and administrators going, oh, no, Maria's here. Where's he at? I see it. I'm just like, ooh. pressure it's pressure it's pressure when they're like hey we know you're on the guest services team but you know what today we need you to move from the front door to the cafe team what 
Pressure. Somebody shout pressure. pressure. You see, it's a pattern. There's a pattern of pressure. Let me say this, that you have a pattern in your life when you have pressure in your life. Because pressure tells us what's really inside of you. Pressure on the outside shows us what's really on the inside. You are not, and I am not who I really am when everything is up and to the right. That's a business term, like profitable, revenues, happiness, peace. Woo, it's great. New car. Happy joy, joy. You know when we see who you, you know when you see who your pastor really is? When you see and observe me going through pressure. What's coming out of me? What's coming out of you? Because what happens is pressure produces a revelation of what's really inside of us. But the problem is, many of us don't know how to deal with the pressure. So we get pressure at work and we come home. And if we're not careful, we take that pressure out on our family. And you would never talk back to your boss, but you came home and you're a little bit short with your kids. It's a pattern of pressure that's created things and it's created a disconnect. It's a pattern. It's part of the variable that's missing in your life because God is saying, I want you to trust me with the pressure variable. There is a pattern in our lives. I see people do crazy things when they're under pressure. People drive in crazy ways. (laughs) Pressure produces the Palmetto Expressway. In Jesus' name, we need deliverance, God. In two more lanes. Come on, anybody just say amen to that. Let me give you a definition of success if I can. Success can be defined as this. Your ability to withstand pressure. Because many times we give up too soon when there's pressure. So I quit the job before I have another opportunity because I can't take the... The relationship in the honeymoon was great, but now we're getting down to who we really are, and I can't take the pressure, so now I'm out. Pressure always reveals what's inside. Let me say this. Pressure reveals the part in us that God is wanting to deal with the most in us. Pressure shows us that we have abandonment issues. Pressure shows us that we have insecurity issues. Pressure reveals those things in us that we don't want anybody else to see. And we act in a way that's not the best version of ourselves because it is a part of the variable that creates a pattern in our life that gives us the product that we're living with right now. Is this too deep or are you still with me? You see, success is your ability to withstand pressure. Do you know successful people? It's not that they don't have pressure. You're like, man, if I just had more money, if I just had... Not saying that success equals money, but... In our minds, that's typically what we go to. Is like, man, if I just had more money, I would hire people to do all of the things that cause me pressure. Okay, that's great. But now you have the pressure to keep earning the money to pay all those people that are doing all the stuff that took the pressure off of. 
You see, pressure, as you are more successful, as God blesses your life, you have to understand, this is a stair step with God. God, that's why God says, when you're faithful with little, he will give you more. When you're faithful with more, he'll give you even greater. When you're faithful with greater, he will expand even more. And what he's doing is, is he is slowly allowing you to climb the blessing ladder so that he can equivalently give you the pressure and it's not all given to you all at once. Many of us want to go from point A to point Z, but God knows you couldn't handle the pressure of what you're praying for right now. And if he gave you what you were praying for right now, it would crush you. So that's why he gave you a job right now where you are and you may feel insignificant and you may feel like, man, this is a dead end job. But God is saying, be faithful with the pressure at your dead end job and watch me give you more. Come on, is this helping somebody? God, I just want to get married so bad. You can't handle the pressure of being single. God, I just want kids. God, take the kids back. Come on, somebody say pressure. That's why in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, he says this, we are pressed on every side by troubles. Come on, I'm talking to somebody that came into this room and you are feeling pressure in your life. Paul says this, even when you have pressure coming at you from all sides. Anybody ever been there? It's coming at me from the front, from the back, from the side. But Paul says this, if you have Christ in your equation, going through will not not be crushed. I've come to tell somebody tonight, what you're going through will not crush you. What you're going through is not the end of you. What you're going through is not going to defeat you. You will not be crushed. I'm here to prophetically declare over somebody's life, you will not be crushed. The season you are in is a season of testing. It is a season that you will succeed. You will stand up against, you will not quit. You will, oh man, I've got to come down. God is saying that this is a season where he will not let you quit. He will not let you fail. But you've got to keep moving forward. Turn to somebody and say, let's keep going forward. You see, pressure, it produces growth. It produces growth. It's like the roots of a tree, right? Like the roots of a tree. They, they begin to grow into the earth, and as they grow into the growth, you know what they're doing? They're fighting against the pressure of the entire earth. But the more the pressure, the deeper the roots grow. And the deeper the roots grow, the higher the tree grows. Did you know there's a Chinese bamboo that for six years when they plant it, it never produces anything on the ground. But in the last nine months of its growing and maturity process, it grows nine feet tall. You know what was happening? Underneath the soil of the seed, that seed was getting to work and dealing with the pressure, saying, I'm about to climb higher than I've ever climbed before, so I've got to go deeper than I've ever been before. I'm here to proclaim over somebody, you are about to go higher than you've ever been, but you've got to be willing to go deeper than you've ever been. You're about to grow. Turn to somebody and say, I'm about to grow. You see, pressure produces growth 
you know what we do we love to run from pressure but what if we weren't created to run from the pressure but we were created to sit up underneath the pressure so I don't like this situation that I'm in God but I'm going to be like Paul thank you for trusting me with this pressure Come on, somebody needs to come here. This is transforming your mind right now. You came here like, I just need God to take this thing off of me. I just need to take, I just need, man. And God says, no, 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 no. I've allowed this thing to just hover over you because as long as this pressure is on you, it's causing you to grow deeper in your word. It's causing you to love, want to love God more. You never would have signed up for Brave Life had there not been pressure. You never would have gone to it. But because of the pressure, your roots are going deeper because your roots are going deeper in 2019 your life is about to go higher so until the pressure's gone I'm going to stand up underneath this pressure and I'm going to say thank you God for growing my character (laughs) thank you for growing my integrity Come on, I don't care what the haters say. I don't care what, come on, what the critics say. I have been given this pressure and I'm going to grow like never before. Yeah. Here's number three. Write this down. How about the pattern of pity? You know what pity is? Pity is feeling sorry for yourself. We do that sometimes, don't we? You ever have a pity party? Nobody understands what I'm going through. It's my parents' fault. It's my kids' fault. It's my boss's fault. Pastor David, it's your fault. I don't even know you, but you blame me. <laughs> it's my boss's fault. It's the government's fault. It's my company's fault. It's the neighborhood that I grew up. It's their fault. It's my family's lack of resources fault. And if we're not careful, we have a victimized mentality that creates pity in our life. But let me show you what Hebrew says about pity. Check this verse out. So don't feel sorry for yourself. Or have you forgotten how good parents treat their children and that God regards you as his children? My dear children, don't shrug off God's discipline. Don't be crushed by it either. It's the child he loves that he disciplines. Let me just paraphrase that. It's the person with destiny in this room. That's the reason why you keep fighting the battles that you're fighting. Because the enemy, if you didn't have great potential on you, he would have left you along a long time ago. Oh, but he sees something in you you don't even see in yourself. He knows you're like a caged lion just getting ready to get out. That's why he keeps attacking you. He attacks you because he wants to distract you. The attack is the distraction strategy to try to get you focused on what. But listen, tonight is a night where you say, I'm not going to be distracted by the attack. I'm going to keep focused on God because God, he loves me. That's why he's trusting me with this. It's the child he embraces and at times correct. It is God educating you. 
that's why you must never quit he's treating you as his children this trouble you're in is not punishment my god it's training is this good for somebody there's more to this verse let me read it to you the normal experience of children only irresponsible parents leave their children to fend for themselves and put their finger in light sockets would you prefer an irresponsible God of course not we respect our own parents for training and not spoiling us so why not embrace God's training so we can truly live while we were children our parents did what seemed best to them but God is doing what is best for you training you to live God's holy best at the right time discipline isn't much fun come on can I get an amen it always feels like it's going against the grain of what we want but later of course it pays off handsomely for it is the well-trained person it is the well-trained brave church person it is the well-trained individual in this room who's not afraid of the pressure who's not afraid of getting to know new people who find themselves mature in their relationship with God God wants to change the variable of pity in our life you're not a victim I know it may not be fair what happened to you what they did to you wasn't right but you're not a victim what they didn't understand is they just crossed the child of God what they didn't understand is when they did you dirty they just woke up the sleeping giant inside of you are you kidding me I'm going to retreat and run from God they just showed me how great my purpose is somebody needs to get that in their heart got time for one more Five and a half minutes? Okay. How about this? You're not going to like it though. Don't show it yet. The pattern. It's a sweet one. Okay. How about this? The pattern of procrastination. Oh. oh. Uh, I told you you weren't going to like it. It's too late. It's too late to ask me to close now because we're in it. The the power of procrastination. So let me ask you this question tonight. What are you putting off? There are those of us in this room that you know God has been chasing you and you have been putting him off. Why? It's procrastination that we still end up with the same product of our life. And if we're not careful, watch this. 2019, I don't care how many hashtags you put on your New Year's post. It's a new year, new me. New beginnings. If this pattern is still in our life, 2019 will be no better than 2018. But what if tonight we decided no more procrastination? I'm not going to put off... I'm not going to hold out on God. I'm not going to put off surrendering to God. God, 2019 is by here that you have all of me. You can have all of me. I surrender all of me. I can have all of you. God, just search my heart. Search my mind. Search my relationships. Search my motives. What if this year was the year that you just went, 
moment all the chips are in, God, you have all of me. Jesus loved you you would not be able to resist his love one more second across the nation I wish I was more healthy well stop pushing the broccolini away come on start in March. No, no, start tomorrow. Start tonight. Sir, would you like broccoli or french fries with that? I'll do french fries. I'll have broccoli tomorrow. No, you won't. (laughs) I'll save and get on a budget next month. Stop procrastinating from now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a birthday today. Oh, I'm sorry. I got real busy. I'll give it to you next week. And you know you're not giving it to him next week. Come on. Ecclesiastes 11.4 says this. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. In other words, he's saying, if you procrastinate. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. In other words, what he's saying is this. People who are just like, head in the clouds. Life is so like, wow. What's going on with the Kardashians? What's going on with this? And and, and you know one of the greatest ways that we get our, you know, just like, we're just like drifting off? Is this right here? You know how we do it? You wake up in the morning, you're like, man, I should read the Word of God. Let me just check my Instagram first. that dress oh man oh my gosh wow oh man i cannot wait to tell them about the oh, did you see, i'm gonna screenshot this did you see this oh my goodness that I, and you know what's crazy come on am i telling the truth that's why they have the feature on the phone to tell you how long you've been on different apps you know why because they want to blow your mind because you know what's crazy i've seen people that the trend on their phone is that they'll spend 24 days a year on their social media apps. That's what Ecclesiastes is saying right there. Whoever looks at the clouds, you know you should be studying. You know you should be getting that new license that will help you get a promotion. You know you should be reading God's Word. You know you said you didn't have time to go to a brave life or dinner party or come to church, but what are you doing? You're just sitting at home on your Instagram. Head in the clouds. Meanwhile, purpose is passing you by. Head in the clouds. Meanwhile, your kids are like, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad, look at this. What? Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And he walks away. It's like, you didn't even hear what I said? Head is in the clouds. I'll be a better parent. Uh, man. But meanwhile, we're, we're just... Or maybe we're just at work and we just are so consumed with other things that honestly just are not as important as the purpose inside of you that's why in hebrews 12 11 it says this discipline does not seem pleasant at the time but it is painful later on though it produces uh, produces a harvest of righteousness and peace who have already been trained by it here's the reality write this in your notes the pattern you're accepting is the pattern you're setting 
Many of us have patterns in our life because your parents accepted it and they set that in your life and you accepted their pattern. Can I tell you this? If you have kids, the pattern you're accepting is the pattern you're setting. So I'm going to go there one more time. I don't know why. I just feel like it. Single people and married people. but The pattern you're accepting in your dating life is exactly how your daughter's going to date. Because you've accepted a pattern and now you've set that. Oh, you don't think she's watching you? Oh, she's watching you. Sir, you slam the door and curse a couple times every time you get mad. You just have accepted a pattern for your life and guess what you're setting? You're setting a pattern for your son. You've set a pattern. And today, it's so important because there are patterns in our life. Watch this that tonight God can break off of us once and for all. Come on, I've come here to tell you with good news and great joy, there is a pattern breaker. His name is Jesus. You haven't been able to do it on your own. That's why he's here. That's why the Holy Spirit is here. He's a pattern breaker. He is a pattern shifter. Is there anybody here that would say, God, break off the patterns in my life? Come on, give God a shout of praise. So I need two minutes. Let let me help you with something. Let me help you. Well, Pastor, what what kind of patterns do I need? Let me just give you a few. I'm I'm just going to shoot them off real quick. And go ahead and take these down as a note. Come on. So if you want to, you want to, you want to change the variable, let me show you this three times, five times, seven again. If you want to change this, I'm going to give you some alternatives for whatever this is for you. You ready? Come on. You ready? Say ready. How about this? What if we put in that variable that from this Sunday until Easter, I'm not going to miss a single service. I'm going to be here every single Sunday night at 6 o'clock from this Sunday until Easter. Oh my God, Pastor, that's a lot of Sundays. It's only nine. It's like nine Sundays. We got vacation planned. Go on vacation. We're not talking about legalistic stuff. I'm saying that we determine, as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord I'm going to change the product in my life. I'm not going to miss a brave life. I mean, if brave is doing it, I'm all in. Come on, from now until Easter, it is amazing how your life will completely change. If it's not true and you do it, send me an email and call me a liar. I'm big enough for it. Let's go. But it won't. It'll change. How about this? How about this pattern? What if we put God first with our resources? What are you talking about? You talking about tithing, Pastor? Yeah, I'm talking about tithing. Look, I know it doesn't make sense. I can do more with my 90% than I can with my 100%. I don't see it. All the church wants is my money. Really? No. That is something you've heard someone else say, because I know that's not the case here at Brave Church, because we barely talk about money. That is something you've convinced yourself to try to make yourself feel better about not trusting God with something. Because I know it's not true here. But it could be the one piece of the pattern that you're missing. So what are you saying, Pastor? Take the 90-day tithing challenge and watch if God doesn't show up supernaturally. And here's what we say at Brave Church. You ready? This is the kind of church you're at. If you don't see God show up in a supernatural way and bless you 
money is the least of how God wants to bless you. If you don't see breakthrough, if you don't see peace, if you don't even see provision financially, we will refund every penny of your 90-day tithing challenge that you gave. Because what we know is this, God's word does not lie. That's what he says. He says, trust me with the tithe and I will bless you. I will fill your cup running and spilling over. It's just part of the very, I'm just, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I don't care. I'm not going to be mad at you. It's to help you, not me. But I'm just saying, could it be part of the variable that you're missing? How about about this? Watch this. Um, How about, how about we commit from now until Easter that you'll read your Bible and pray every day, even if it's for five minutes. Come on, it's a variable. How about this? Pray before every meal. Listen, praying for your meal is not about you trying to pray. Like, I got to pray because somebody's trying to poison me. Because if someone's trying to poison you, you need to call the police tonight. It's not about that. You know what praying before every meal is? It is an intentional three times a day where you're like, you know what, God? I'm so thankful for all that you've done in my life. Come on, it'll change the product of your life. Come on, how about this? How about you pray over your kids before they go to sleep every single night? Parents, come on. Any parents in this place, lift your hands up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I know you are tired when it comes to bedtime. Even if you have to put your kids a little bit to bed early so that you can do it. What if you just every single night put your hand on your kid's head and said, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy over you. You're going to be a world changer, a planet shaker. You're going to overcome. You're not even going to deal with the struggles your mama dealt with, your daddy dealt with, because I'm going to break the curse off for you. There is more of you. Come on, I'm talking about getting serious with the pattern. Somebody shout, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. I put my hand on my kids every night. They'll tell you. Britton is always the first one to go to sleep. I crawl up up on his bed. He doesn't even feel it, but he's asleep. He's out. One day when he gets older, I'm going to move his bed out to the middle of a lake and just watch him wake up because he's out. I like crawl all up in on his bed. I like hold his head. I'm like, in Jesus' name, you're going to be a warrior. You're going to defeat Goliaths that your daddy couldn't even defeat. Oh, you're going to go farther. You're going to run faster. You're going to go more. Oh, man, I proclaim it over you. I, I, I anoint you. And then I go go into Natalia's room and she's a light sleeper I have to like tiptoe and I just barely touch her you're a queen in the kingdom you are blessed and highly favored there's anointing in you Natalia and I speak to that warrior woman that it would come alive oh I'm talking about it's a variable. I'm changing the pattern. How about this? How about this? You're going to love this. You ready? Start cleaning out your car. Let's go again. Make your bed every morning 
if your car is neglectful, your life probably is too. I know I just made a bunch of people mad. How dare you? I know it's true because while we've been sitting in here, the parking lot team went out to the parking lot. And we took pictures inside the windows of some of your cars. Let me show you some of the pictures of the cars out there. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. There's new people here like, what kind of church is this? It's an occult. We have brave church air fresheners in the lobby. Plug them in and you'll think like us. I'm just kidding. You know what? You know what God revealed to me? Watch this. When my car is a mess, my house is a mess, and usually my life is a mess. Because I have allowed a mess to be around me. But I've taken on this discipline that when I go through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A and I get something to go and I'm eating in the car, when I get out of the car, I take the bag of trash with me. Do you know why? Because I'm saying something. I'm establishing a pattern. Listen, if your car is messy, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. But what I'm saying is there is a pattern. And I have re-established a pattern that I'm not going to tolerate a mess anywhere in my life so i'm not gonna have a car mess a house mess a peace mess a joy mess a relational mess oh come on are you with me tonight if it's messy you gotta go if it's messy i'm gonna clean you out because i'm gonna walk with perfect and too many of us have tolerated a mess in our life that's why you got people that are like pirates and they are robbing your ship of your life of all the good of God because they're using you up. Clean this mess up. It's amazing. When I forget to clean my bed, I get to the office and I'm like, what's wrong? feel weird I'm serious you know why because it goes against the formula are you a neat freak no it rubs against the grain remember in Hebrews it rubs against the grain I'm a creative type I'm just like let's just hang out coffee everywhere straws cups fries gotta make no more mess hanging around gotta clean gotta make sure stuff is in order why because there's great purpose in my life i'm not gonna tolerate mess and neither are you from this night forward come on i prophesy it i speak it over you tonight come on there's something new in you tonight there's a new pattern over come on if you receive it lift up your hands right now in the name of jesus we just release a new pattern we release a new pattern we release a new pattern in the name of jesus we re- we just we come against any pity that we've taken on we we break off relationships that are toxic we embrace relationships that are healthy in jesus name god tonight right now we just break off the pattern of procrastination we break off any pattern in our life we break off the pattern of running from pressure and tonight we begin to say god thank you for the pressure we're going to stand in the pressure we're not going to run from the pressure we're going to grow in the pressure
and we give you praise. If you're here tonight, I'm out of time, so I'm not going to drag this. If you know tonight you are far from God and you are done procrastinating and you say, tonight I'm going to surrender to God, on the count of three, I'm going to have to ask you to lift your hand, put it right back down. One, two, three, lift up your hands down. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands up everywhere. Oh, man. So many, so many. You can put your hands down. Look, if you didn't raise your hand, I'm going to ask you one more time. God's working in your heart. So many hands are raised. Man, you're, you're fighting against that pattern. Well, i got to get my life together. i got to get some things straight. I'm, I'm too much of a mess. If you could fix you, you would have done it already. You cannot fix you. Jesus died one of the most messiest deaths that anyone could ever endure and suffer but he did it because he was showing you there's no mess that you can create that he cannot handle so come on one more time reverse the pattern of procrastination i'll do it next service i'll do it next week you're not promised next service you're not promised next week tonight i say yes to jesus if you did not raise your hand and you want me to pray for you now is your time one two three lift your hand yeah my god Thank you, Jesus. Man, this is incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah, put your hands down. Let's pray. Come on, everyone in this room, say, Jesus, today, thank you for all that you've done in my life. Tonight, I break the pattern, and I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of every sin. I surrender to you. I'm done running. I'm done hiding. I say yes. You have every part of me. Help me to be courageous. Help me to be brave. Thank you for this new life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give God a shout of praise. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Brave Church. For more information or to get in touch with us, visit us at bravemiami.com.